You're listening to Environmentally Speaking, a weekly podcast diving into legal matters surrounding the environment, public utilities, energy, zoning, and permitting laws in Rhode Island and the surrounding areas with your host, Marissa Desitel. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Environmentally Speaking. Hi, everybody. I'm Marissa Desitel, an environmental attorney in Rhode Island. And I'm Clarice. I'm coming in with our questions, comments, and topics. And selfishly, I picked today's topic because we don't talk about water enough. We've, yeah. Well, and this is a, a bit of an uplifting topic. Yes. So that's more your. That's my, that's my jam. That's, that's what jam. I bring to the table. <laughs> so what is it? It is. I found an article on EcoRI's website. Uh, I think it's let me see. Let me go back to the top. Eco RI News. Um, so they just, it's a website that does a bunch of environmental stories going on around the state. And I always like to check it to see if there's anything interesting that we can talk about. And this article title really caught my eye Time to Zap Blackstone Again. Zap? Zap. Yeah. Huh. And I, at first, I thought, is it zap like when folks shock their pools? Is it like a ton of chlorine? Like what's oh, happening? Oh yeah, that's a that's a good guess. In my first concern was what's living in the water? Why are we suddenly shocking a river? Um, but it is not that. Okay. So to the to the author, good title, Frank. It was written by Frank Carini. So nicely yep. done. Shout out to Eco RI. They are an excellent resource for environmental reporting. In fact, they're the only resource for environmental mm -hmm. reporting. The Providence Journal does have an environmental section, but Eco RI is strictly environmental. So um, check them out if you haven't, and you can follow them on social media. Yeah, they're they're a great resource to look into. So this piece, as I kept reading, has nothing to do with shocking the river like you would your pool at home. Okay. Um, and I thought this opening line was phenomenal. Uh, the Woodstock of cleanups was held September 9th, 1972 along the Blackstone River. We've got Zap. We're talking about Woodstock. They wow. make references to bell bottoms. I was like, this was a good piece to pick. Yeah. And didn't, wasn't there live music at, yes. the, at the event in 1972? Yes. I will get to that. So what is this event that I keep hinting at? Back in the early 70s, there was a cleanup effort surrounded by or surrounded around the idea of fixing the Blackstone River, which goes through Central Falls. And it was the largest cleanup effort, single day cleanup effort in the nation's history at the time. It wow. was such a big deal. It made national news. And afterwards, they had a party to celebrate everybody's efforts and all the work they've done. And Peter Sager came to sing. Pete Seeger. Wow. Yep. Yeah, he was hot in 1972. That must that have been a good time. So they're calling it the Woodstock of cleanup efforts. And this article essentially talks about what a monumental effort it was, how it was purely sort of a grassroots campaign, the idea of people just going around word of mouth, spreading news, joining in the fact um, that they were all united in cleaning up this river. And, and to give some background and context of how bad the site was. Um, they had pulled out 10,000 tons of debris. 10,000 tons? Tons. You measure elephants in tons, folks. Give me that number again. 10,000 tons of debris. 
what what was it what is um cars tires couches and a small bus you know i'm i'm laughing but it's not funny i'm laughing because of the stupidity even even if you don't know anything about environmentalism and trying to preserve and conserve what is it about the human condition that makes people think i've got a car that i don't want oh look a body of water i'll put it there and never never in the history of my mind have i ever thought that that was a plan i wish i could go back in time and ask those folks why would well, you put it there here's the thing okay you can you might not be able to ask the people who put the cars in there but 50 years later this cleanup effort was called the zap not sure what it stands for the article didn't make mention of it but it was called the zap which is feels very hip and groovy mm-hmm. um on the 50-year reunion they're looking to do it again whoa when is the 50-year reunion august 27th hey that's coming up yup so okay. in a couple of weeks they are looking to have volunteers come back and give blackstone another cleanup are they expecting cars and couches? No. Oh. Thankfully, the good news is the river has started to come back. It started to bounce back. Um, downside is as of right now, it is still um, you not allowed to swim in it, not safe for fish at this point. There are yeah. no, uh, there's sort of no marine life hanging out in there, or if there is, it's very little. Um, it is on Rhode Island's list of impaired waters, which I didn't know that that existed. Yeah, the Department of Environmental Management maintains it and it gets updated frequently. Yeah, Um, so I just pulled up the 2022 list and just giving it a brief overview uh, at the start of the list, they talk a little bit more if folks are interested in reading about what the Clean Water Act requirements are, how rivers and bodies of waters are broken down, Um, They specifically make mention of a category five and category four. Um, Okay. So that kind of denotes which waters, I guess, are are more impaired than others and and more in need. Yep. Um, Yep. But yeah, there's been a lot of improvement. They're not going to be pulling out cars this time, but it, it seems that this area and maybe not necessarily the body of water, but people are more thinking of that undeveloped area around it still has some leftover debris. Um, There's still current dumping happening on there. Um, So they're, they're looking to give it a revitalization. It's time. So what I know you mentioned, you can't swim or fish in the Blackstone. Do you know what the pollutants are that still exist that, that causes it to be unswimmable and unfishable? To be honest, the article didn't go into specifically what pollutants, Yep. but my guess is they did talk a lot about the factories that used to be on the river's edge. Yeah. Um, specifically one factory that they mentioned was an old tire factory. So used tires, things that weren't um, able, messed up in production, waste of any sort, people were dumping them in the river. So I think it's really likely to to kind of make that jump and say it was a lot of industrial waste so the industrial waste from at least 1972 still exists in the blackstone 
I'd believe that. I, I don't have proof of it, but yeah. I would say it probably still persists. Um, when we talked about our oil spill episode, you had shared a really interesting fact about how a drop of oil can spread so widely. Yes. So. Although um, my guess is without having looked at the list of impaired waters, if there were an active oil or gasoline or um, nasty contaminant that were just discovered or it was persisting, DEM would have a more aggressive role in figuring out cleanup. Because those, mm -hmm. the way that the federal Superfund prod, um, program works, excuse me, is that when you've got a, a, con a particular ca contaminant, that's when federal Superfund attaches. But mm -hmm. if you're just talking about the list of impaired waters usually is a list based on impairment from stormwater runoff, um, fertilizer runoff, um, nitrogen and phosphorus that are in fertilizer contaminate waters pretty easily and rapidly. Um, I don't know if there's any private septic systems in that area, but if those are failing, the, the human sewage makes its way into the groundwater, which ultimately then flows into the Blackstone. So, so I'm wondering if that's what it is. I did a quick search just to, to see if we could get some more info on that. And you hit the nail on the head. Look it, at me. I'm, you hit all the I boxes. Mean, the I'm only box usually full of shit was today. No, Ooh. it's just the river. Okay. Yeah. So like you, exactly like you said, cesspools, septic system, faulty septic systems, sewage leak, agriculture runoff, stormwater yeah. and nitrogens and phosphorus and things like that. So, okay. Yeah. So what's the date again of the cleanup? It is August 27th and uh, we will link the article in our show notes and there is a place to sign up if you're in the area, if you're interested in participating. This effort, um, it looks like some of the original organizers no or kidding. the original participants are, are going to be involved in this again, which is kind okay. of exciting. Um, some folks who were interviewed talked about what it was like as a child to go and to help clean out with their friends. Um, one guy had talked about neighborhood kids coming together and, and just doing that for a day. Yeah. Which was really cool. So it sounds like they're going to be back. And if you're interested, it looks like efforts are going to go all the way up to Worcester. No kidding. Yeah. Is that, is that the entire length of the Blackstone? It doesn't say if that's the entire length, but it says that they're extending it up that way. I'd imagine there is some connection Yeah, for them to keep going. Okay. So the river is coming back. It's not perfect, but I thought it was some, some interesting call to action. Yeah. And hopefully, um, you know, we're recording this on the 19th. Hopefully it, it airs in time for folks to sign up and help out if they're interested. Yeah. So if you're, if you're in the area, if you're thinking, what could I do with my Saturday, go clean up Blackstone river. Will they Pete Seeger be playing? I'll call him. I'm not sure. I'll give him a ring. Just to that, double check. I'm sure he's a major draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So on that note, some mild good news. I mean, we still have our doom and gloom. The river is not healthy, but we're getting there. Yep. I'll take it.
And if you have anything that you would like for us to take, us for, for us to look at, you can send it to help at desatelesq.com. Nice you job. Find, yes. Nailed it. Only 49 episodes, guys. <laughs> it's a steep learning curve. <laughs> you can hit us up on all forms of social media if you're more interested in a quick comment or want to drop a quick question and be less formal than an email. Uh, but let us know. What are events in your area? What are things you want us to talk about? Do you have any questions about what cleanups look like? We can look into it a little bit more. Thanks, Clarice. Thank you. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of Environmentally Speaking. If you're in need of an environmental attorney, we are here to help. Call us at 401-477-0023 or visit our website at www.desatellaw.com. That's www.desautella.com.